0: So we're going to talk about relationships today because really that's where everything is founded in. So we know, we've been talking so many times that we are a new creation. We are a new creation. God lives in us. We abide and dwell. He abides and dwells within us. We have access to His throne through Jesus, um, His Son. We're seated, it says, in heavenly places with Him. We're blessed with every spiritual blessing and we bear the image of heaven, okay? We've been talking about that. What does that mean? You know, all favor and blessing is in the new man, not the old man. Yeah. If you're like, I'm lacking favor and blessing and, and I don't know what's going on, maybe ask where you're living. Are you going back and living in that old man? Because God's like, no, I gave you, I sent my son so that you can have a new life, a new creation. You are new in him. So I'm going to, um, you know, we get all of that through our relationship with Jesus, our King. Um, so I'm going to read in Isaiah um, Forty, and this is um, 28 if you're going to look around with it, follow along. It says, Do you not know, have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God. He's creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. He understands, his, his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary, increases the power of the weak. Even youth grow tired and weary. Young men stumble and fall, but those whose hope is in the Lord will have renewed in their strength, they will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk, and not be faint. So God's like He's doing all of this for us. This is who we are. This is who He is. That speaks of His nature. I love Isaiah because Isaiah was just. He was a mo. Isaiah and Jeremiah are probably my two favorite prophets in the Old testament because isaiah he was like power like god's gonna do this and he's like you got to know who god is he spent a lot of time and then you know jeremiah was the emotional side and he's like oh everything god do you love me and god's like i love you know it was it was just super neat to see um the different emotions that they had but this is isaiah like hey This is how God thinks about you. This is what he'll do for you. This is his real nature. He's not a fire and brimstone sent down to destroy everything. This is who he is. So, you know, we become people of God when we discover the nature of God in every situation. You know, first knowing that God causes everything to work together for our good. You guys have heard that before probably though. That, um, I'm going to set that over here. You know, that's in Romans 8 28. If you're looking, it says, You know, knowing that God causes everything um, to work together for good who, for those who are intent on loving Him. You know, because it says, For those things work to good, those who love Him. So you're, if your intent is loving Him and you're like, Well, life isn't good. Well, where is your heart? What are you leading with? What God are you serving? Does He look like the God in Isaiah who's like, I'm going to make the strong. Or the weak strong. You're going to soar. You're going to be high up on eagles' wings. You're not going to be tired and stressed out. Knowing that God works things together for the good of those who love Him. If it's not good, it's not from God. If you're like, oh, this is just stressful and overwhelming and I don't know how this is, you know, what's going to happen here with, you know, my life or my house or my family. If it's not good, it's not from God. Our relationship with Him should be a father to a child, you know, and he's going to continually give you good things. A father should never give their children bad things, right? You shouldn't be like, well, I just hope you get sick today, you know. You know? Well, you know what? You, have, you want food? Well, too bad. I'm not feeding you. We don't say that to our kids. That sounds ridiculous, right? Yes. You know? And he's saying, that's how I am. You know what? If it's not good, it's probably not for me. If you're not liking the things that are going on in your life, ask where they're coming from. Because God gives good things to his children. And the second thing is, we really have to be relational with God. Because God is relational. He's not this some guy, you know, you see the cartoons, some guy floating on a cloud, you know, all you see is his feet and his white beard, right? You know, that's not who he is. He's not just floating up there, you know, waiting for us to mess up so he can strike us with lightning. That's not who God is. He's not some in a far-off thing, far-off place from us. That we're just hoping someday, you know, if we can just, you know, be good enough that we're going to get to have a relationship with him. You know, he's not a stranger walking down the street that when you come to church on Sunday, you're like, Hi, God. Yes, God. Oh, I love you. Oh, you look great today. That's not the relationship God wants with us. All too true is many people, that's the relationship they have with God. Love you, God. But you wouldn't know him when you walk down the street. He says he's your father. You're running to him. You're jumping in his arms. You're asking him for money. We have girls, so that happens a lot. Hi, Dad. Look at how cute this is. Don't you want to buy it for me? That may or may not have happened this week. I always call Matt and say, Hey, just want to say that I love you and went shopping. And he's like, Okay. Like, he just already knows, like, I have girls because he's like, they have a need, he's going to take care of it. You know, they don't go up to Matt and be like, "Oh, Dad, please just have mercy on me and let me have a cookie. I just am so hungry." Like that's ridiculous. He's lucky if he gets a cookie. They're like, "Oh, we found the cookies. We ate ours and we ate Mom's and we ate yours too. Okay, we need more cookies. You know, <laughs> that that's the way it goes, right? Because your kids are like your dad. You have to be relational. He's not just some guy sitting up there in the clouds like." using us as pawns. We need to renew our minds and spend time with Him. How many of you guys have had like really close friends and then lost touch with them? Yeah. Like, and you're thinking, you see them somewhere, like you're on a store, you're like, hey, how's it going? Good, good, you're good, good, I'm good, good, good. It's all good. You're good, I'm good, we're good, good. Even though their life might be horrible, they're going to tell you good because you've lost that relationship with them. You know, you always have that one person that you're like, how are you doing? You're like, good, and they're like tell you and you're like, I haven't seen you in 10 years and I just feel like that we (laughs) caught right up there. Um, You know, you lose touch because if you don't spend time with them, you lose that relationship. You know, you have friends that you, you don't from high school that you're like, Oh, we're still acquaintances. We're Facebook friends. You know, that's not a real friend. It's, you know, I don't have a thousand friends. I have a thousand friends on Facebook. You know, probably. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to how many friends have. But your friends, that relationship, you're spending time, you're doing things, you're interacting. When we renew our relationship with him, it brings us in alignment with his heart. And then our heart can lead. See, so many times our minds are trying to lead and we're doing what we think is the best. And God's saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a God of, um, I work from the inside out. He wants your heart to lead because our minds sometimes get us in places that we should not be right. I (laughs) know, you know, I start, there's days I start praying. And then the next thing I know, I'm thinking I got to get some potatoes from the store or something. And I'm like, wow, did I get there? Mine get back in line. I'm spending time with God. You know, it's kind of like you know, distracted squirrel. But he's saying we need you need that relationship because we lead with our heart. A rational mind, not that, you know, we need to be rational, we need to not be, you know, but when we lead with just our mind, a rational mind will always settle for less. We will reason away the things of God. We will reason away the relationship we have with Him. Well, I don't know if God, I just don't know what I'm going to do. You know? You've seen signs and miracles, and the next week you're thinking, how am I going to get through this? It's like, didn't you just see? You know, but that rational mind will begin to reason away what your heart knows. It will reason away what God has already done. You know, I want to have a supernatural mind that can fathom, begin to fathom the things of God, like, oh my gosh, this really happened. He really did this. He really thinks about me. He loves me. I've seen, you know, I have seen His power in action. Fathom things like wisdom. I can actually have wisdom and, and faith. And I can have trust because I can see with the eyes of my heart and not just the eyes of my mind. You know? Just like it said about the rich man, it was hard for him to get into heaven. It's kind of like the smart man. No, not that smart. But I'm saying, when we begin, to, we begin to say, well, this overrides you, God. If you're saying, my intellect overrides you, or my money, I don't need you to take care of me because, you know, my job takes care of me. And we begin to override God. That's what I'm talking about. Not that you guys are all smart people. I've seen you. So, good looking and smart. So, how'd you guys get so smart? So, but with the with a supernatural mind it's like wisdom it's like you can be smart you can know everything but wisdom is like yeah. that you know things that you can't teach you know there's things as we grow up there's things that a book cannot teach you yeah. right And you're you're thinking, I don't know how to do this. You can't learn it through the Internet. There's no, you know, they try to do these parenting books for dummies. That doesn't work. You better have the wisdom of the Lord because those little things, you know, I don't know if you guys have seen that thing on Facebook where it's like changing a baby's clothes, what you think it's going to be like, and the mom's all like, oh, little sweetie. And then what it actually is like is like velociraptors running around and like attacking. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like that. Because you better hope that you have wisdom, not just knowledge, but wisdom. And you better trust. <laughs> you know, we, are, we learn to really have trust in the Lord. Those are all supernatural things. Because we know trust of man, we're all going to fail. That's just, you know, you are, I am, everybody is. So when we have that supernatural wisdom, faith, and trust, we can see through what God's heart what He has for us. That is, what, that is what we aspire to. Because when I can think in my own mind, I can't see the answer to the problems. You know, My default is, I'm not trusting you, or you, or you, or you. And God's like, no, but I put them in your life. You know, I trust them. I have a destiny for them. Over-rationalizing will never allow you to become abandoned into the intimacy of God. Well, I got healed, but how did this happen? Oh, I've got to, you know what I mean? Wow, I would just be really happy that I got healed. Thank you, Lord. Right? We want to overthink things. Man, you know what? That bill came up and someone just came up and paid it. They didn't even know what was going on in my life. I better figure this out. Who did they talk to? You know, how did they know this about me? Overrationalize instead of being like, God, I prayed this and you brought it. You took care of it when nobody knew because we have to remember that we are a spiritual being first. That's that new creature creation, new creature. We cannot afford to think like that old nature where it's like we're taking care of ourselves. You know, that's just a lie that we've believed. I can take care of myself. I can do this on my own. Well, you can in that old nature, but you're also going to you're not going to receive the things in the new nature. You're not going to have the blessings of of God in your life if you don't live in that new nature because that's where it is. It's in Christ. It's through the blood. That's what covers every sin. So there's easy ways to begin to stimulate that new inner man because sometimes you feel like i got this i love you jesus i'm on fire i can't wait to see you and you and you and you all in your destinies and i'm gonna walk down the streets and i'm gonna preach the word and i'm gonna tell people about jesus they're gonna get saved i'm gonna go to my work i'm gonna lay hands on everything in here and it's gonna be so you know some days you feel like that, right? You're like, I got this, me and God. You know, you're talking to God. You don't even, you're driving. You're like, God, you, gotta, you got this because I'm closing my eyes and talking to you. But I trust you. Please don't do that. I'm just joking about that, okay? Do not do that. Uh, uh, so, but an easy way to, to stimulate that inner man and say, no, that's who I really am, um, is through Worship you know, desperately longing for that relationship through worship. And when I say worship, I'm not just talking about when we are just singing praises to the Lord. That is a part of worship. But when I'm talking about worship, you know, worship stimulates and refreshes our mind. It releases a fresh perspective. Have you ever, like, you know, been... You guys have been in school at some point, and you're, like, studying and studying, and, like, everything just begins to, like... You hear a word, and you're like, that word just sounds funny. Like, I was thinking of names, and I was like, and I, you say them over and over, and you're like, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. And, you know, it just, we need something fresh. And worship worship is in our our thoughts and in our actions. You know, it releases a fresh perspective. Um, it's, you know, we're welcoming that fresh move of God in our lives. And you ever, like, okay, go outside, you're working out in the yard, you're all dirty and sweaty, and, you know, and it feels like there's dirt in your hair, like, when I have a garden, like, I come in, and I wear shorts, so then, like, my legs are, like, black with black dirt, and, you know, of course, I don't wear gloves, like, fingernails are all, you know, and and my hair, when it gets out in the humidity, is just scary, so then I put, like, this bandana thing and there's dirt all over when i paint i have to wear a bandana because i don't know what happens it just ends up everywhere it's like i took a bath in it and you just feel grimy you're like ah, oh, i gotta get out of these clothes it just feels it's sweaty and dirty and itchy and ugh, you know and you come in and you take a shower and you put on fresh clothes and the best part i just did this yesterday because i couldn't take it Took all my sheets and I'm like, I'm done with these. I'm throwing them away. My-. And I said, I'm on my way. I'm getting new sheets. And you put the new sheets on your bed. You make your bed. and you- It is like fresh and beautiful. And you're thinking, oh, do I have to share this with my husband right now? It's use- <laughs> funny. You know, like that new, fresh. It feels good. You don't get out of the shower and be like, guess I'll put my dirty pants back on. That would be gross. I couldn't do that. Like, oh, I'm all clean now. I'm going to put, you know, like, oh, look, I went, you know, you fall in a pool or something like that. It's horrible to put something wet back up. It's kind of like that. It just feels icky. We want that fresh move of God in our life. We like that good, fresh feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, when there is a fresh move of God in our spirit, in our home, in our church, or in our community, you know what? There's always a casualty. You know what it is? Sin. Sin. When a fresh move of God comes in, the casualty is always sin. How good is that? Because sin can't stand in a fresh move of God. You know, sin likes to stay in that old, stagnant nature. Sin likes to be, look, I'm all clean and put on those old pants. God's saying, uh uh uh, -uh. we're getting, we got something new. It's fresh. It feels good. See, sin is that casualty because sin nature cannot thrive where there is continual refreshing of the Lord. If sin is living in your life, continual basis, you are not being refreshed in the relationship you have with the Lord because it cannot thrive in sin. Your relationship, the freshness, and, the re- and sin don't go together. I can't survive in a continual refreshing in the Lord. You know, signs, wonders, blessings are demonstrating of God's power and who He is. That's what I want to see in my life. I want that refreshing, not just like, oh, I got my old pants on. I took a shower. Jesus is Jesus is my savior. Oh, I know. I know. You always read from Isaiah. Oh, okay, yeah. God is good, but you've got your old pants on and it's not fresh and it's stagnant and you forget that you have a relationship with him and that he wants all things to work out for your good. And he's saying, when I bring something fresh, I'm going to wipe the sin out of your life. So if you like the sin, be careful what you ask God for because he will not live alongside sin. He's going to wipe it out because he wants something fresh in your life. knowing who god is and what he's like positions us to experience that tangible move knowing who god is he is how he what he said in isaiah that he's going to take your weaknesses and he's going to make them strength that's new i like that you know i don't need no 5 hour energy god's going to give me that right it positions us for that move you know, you kind of want to be ready. If you're playing, you know, um, if you're playing a sport, let's say it's baseball or something, you want to be in position. You know, you don't want to be like, oh, swinging the bat and be like, I hope it comes to me, and just walking around. You're probably not gonna get that home run, right? Yeah. If you're, you got to be in position. You got to be ready. You got to have it and be ready to hit that. Yeah. Having that relationship with the Lord and knowing His nature. Is going to position you to have those mighty moves of the Lord. So if you're like, oh, I just, it just doesn't seem to work out for me, or I haven't really seen that, you know, God do, He just seems like He's just doing for everyone else but me. Where are you positioned? Where are you positioned? Have you even spent time with Him? Is He a man in the cloud waiting to strike you down with a lightning bolt? Or is he your father and you're going and taking his cookies and saying, Thank you, I want more yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Relationship is the key to all things spiritual. You want to grow in your spiritual man. Relationship is the key. You wanna have you wanna know God? Relationship. You want to have a better relationship with your husband or your wife? Relationship. You want to have that? You need time. You need to have a good relationship. You want to change your family dynamic? Relationship. If you don't talk to anyone, your family dynamic is not going to change. Mm -hmm. If you want to have better friendships, work on your relationship because everything spiritual is bound up in this thing of relationship. It started from creation relationship that's why we were created so when you're trying to go and do the things of god and you're trying to live the christ life without relationship with the father and with the family it's not going to work you can't just come and sit you're gonna need relationship everything that is spiritual is is bound up in relationship Because God says, we're a family, I'm the Father. That's relationship. A relationship, you know, what we need is that relationship that is seen from the outside, felt from the inside, and directed by the Holy Spirit will attract freshness every time in your life. Do you understand what I'm saying by seen from the outside? We don't go and tell people, hey, did you know I'm a Christian? I don't walk up. You don't walk up to people on the street and be like, hey, I'm a Christian. You know that's weird. You want people to say, "Wow. I don't know how they live their life, but it's amazing." We had that last night. My brother texted me and he said, "Um, there's a car in your driveway and it's going to stay there. It's a guy, I don't know. He hit a he goes, "He hit a raccoon." And I happened to drive by. My brother lives in Fremont and he goes, and so we were by your house, and I said, well, you can, let's pull your car into this driveway. And he's like, uh, I don't know. He's like, "What's well, my sister. And he's like, well, are you sure I can leave it in their yard like it's in their yard, like in my yard? And he's like, yeah. He said, you know what? They're godly people that love helping people. And that's what you want. Not, we're not saying it. You live your life so it is seen by the outside. You don't have to tell people you're a Christian. Other people are telling people that you serve a God who does amazing things and felt on the inside is that you have that relationship and directed by the Holy Spirit, not your emotions, not by your feelings. You're saying, Holy Spirit, you direct me because you know what? I want to serve Jesus because, you know, he has a better plan, a better way. He has more power, more authority. He's got plans I haven't even thought of yet. See, we want to do it backwards. We want to tell everybody that we're a Christian. We want to try to get it from outside and stuff it in there. Here it's Sunday. Get it all. Hurry, get it in there so I can make it through the week. <laughs> oh good, I got enough. <laughs> yes. I took yours too. You were, you were off paying attention so I took what that was for you too. <laughs> you know? And we like to be directed by our emotions. And God's like, uh uh uh-uh seen from the outside, felt on the inside, and directed by the Holy Spirit is always going to bring a fresh move of God. You're going to hear the voice of the Lord. You're going to experience His power. You're going to see things in your your life, in your community. You're going to have a new thought process. It's pretty amazing. So do you want to be stagnant or fresh? You're going to put those old pants on? Oh... Like if you go in, it's syrup and pancake day with the preschool. <laughs> Who created that? I know that's not from the Lord because you have 20 kids that are touching you all with syrup all day and your hair. and their hair. Yeah, their hair and your hair. And it's just everywhere. It's like someone just went like this with the <laughs> syrup. Woo! Yeah, it's not good. You know, you're going to put those clothes back on, that sticky, icky feeling. Be like, oh, I'm a new creature in Christ. Put those old dirty pants. No. You want to be stagnant or do you want to be fresh where it's clean? You're slipping into that new, fresh sheets. I don't want a God who is up there who's unaccessible to me and I'm just hoping that I've done enough or the person next to me has been worse and the lightning bolt hits them. <laughs> I'm hanging around people that I know are just a little bit more so we'll go a little to the left, you know? I don't want a God who's unaccessible playing some game with me like I'm a pawn from chess. Yeah. That's not who God is. I want a God who lives inside me who speaks to me. I want to hear his voice through the Holy Spirit every day. That's worship to him in my thought process. Who directs my past, who loves me in all circumstances. In my good circumstances, in my bad circumstances, you know, who I have an intimate relationship with. Have a relationship with. That's what we have to, do, to understand God. Not just be come and sit and just be like well jesus bible god i can remember that jesus bible god jesus bible god got it got it i've told you know i've told everybody that i go to church so i think i'm good sometimes i'm like please don't tell people you go to church (laughs) sometimes i'm like that with myself and i'm thinking oh the way i acted i hope my kids don't be like you know my mom goes to church (laughs) Cause they like to do stuff like that. Like if I like act horrible or something, or I'm all mad, you know. And you're like, Lord, please don't let me see someone who's like, oh, don't you go to my church, you know, at that moment. But he says he loves you, even in those times. He's like, you know what? You're my kid. I'm your father always. You want to know some things about me? I gave you the manual about who I am, my nature what I want for you, the destiny I have for you, all the blessings and power and authority that I've given to you. I gave you a manual. Mm -hmm. I've put wisdom inside of you. I've given you truth. You can trust me. That is who God is. I want that type of relationship. Sometimes when when I am out of sorts, Mm -hmm. Matt will say, is that how you're supposed to act? And I said, No, I'm acting horrible. I'm acting like that old person. But I said, you know what? It doesn't change how God loves me. I said, I'm a brat right now, but God still loves me. I said, I don't want to stay here because it feels horrible. But he'll say, Well, is that how you should act? You know? Because he's trying to help me. You know? He his love is not blind for Matt. He definitely wants me to grow, which I love. I love hate. Love hate. Like, I love it when my mind gets back to leading with my heart. In the moment, I'm like, shut up. God loves me. I don't like me right now, but God loves me. You ever feel that? You don't really like you, and you're like, okay, God, you're the only one who loves me because I don't even love me. And then you start feeling sorry for yourself, and... It's like, Oh, why does bad things happen to me? Like they only had these shoes and an eight and I'm an eight and a half, you know. Like and then you like hear horrible things and you're thinking, you know, when you get back to your mind you're thinking, you know what? You're right, Lord. I need to focus on what you're doing relationship, relationship, relationship. Have you noticed I've been teaching for like the whole year about relationship and supernatural, because we are a supernatural being. And if we don't get that we need to have a real intimate relationship with God, we are not going to grow. We're going to keep putting on those old dirty pants. And then we're like, why do I feel so icky? Because you're wearing old dirty pants. Get some new sheets, jump into a fresh bed, wake up refreshed right? Yes. Quit going back to that old, old. God's like, I have something new. I'm not in the clouds. I'm right here. I'm living inside you. I'm talking to you. I'm giving you direction. Be quiet and listen to me. What? The Holy Spirit lives in me and the Holy Spirit lives out of me. His name is Matt. (laughs) Be quiet. He's really good at help. Stop. Listen. God's like, I have the answers. I have everything you need. Everything. I want to give you everything. I want to take care of you. I want to provide for you. I want, you know, we look and we think, I want my kids to grow. I want them to go to college. I want them to be successful. And God, do you think God doesn't feel that way about you? He's like, I want the best things for you. I want the best things for you. I want you to come and spend time with me and just tell me about your day. Because when you're saying you had a bad day and this and this happened, he's going to say, Dad's taking care of that. Taking care of that for you. You had a bad day, but you know, let me tell you, Sarah, you're amazing. I made you hilarious because you're going to use that. And you know what? You're going to do great things. You have a great destiny inside you. So don't you worry about today. Don't you worry, you know, that you had a bad day or you didn't feel good or this didn't go or the finances weren't there because you know what? It's coming. And you can know that because I'm telling you and I'm your father because I know who you are. That's right. Because when we know who he is, we know that he's always going to give us good things. That's a good day, you know. So we're just going to pray because, you know what, that's all I can say.